Hello everybody and welcome back to DualSense Gaming, a PlayStation 5 podcast all about the PlayStation 5. If you didn't know, I do this podcast for my YouTube channel, Saint X Elijah, so definitely come check out the YouTube. What I do on here is I first I talk about the games I've been playing on the PS5, then I talk about the news, new upcoming games and all that coming to the PS5, all the new games that have come out on PS5, and then I talk about a topic. Today's topic is going to be Returnal, but before all of that... I want to talk a little bit about my YouTube channel. If you didn't know, I do a YouTube channel based on the PlayStation 5. That's right. I love the PlayStation 5 so much. I have the DualSense podcast. I do first impressions for a lot of little games that come out on PS5 like Anodyne 2 and Gravifier and Dungeons and Bombs and pretty much any game. I play a ton of different games so if you're looking for just a short little 10 minute video checking out pretty much every game on the PS5. I haven't played every single one but I played a lot of them and I try and play as many as I can. I also do Borderlands 3 Let's Play, and I do a Tim Tim Let's Play, and I'll talk about those in the games I've been playing, and I plan to do a lot more soon, some more, like, best of PS5 videos and scripted stuff, but for now, I just do Let's Plays and stuff as I'm getting used to YouTube because I am still very much new to YouTube. So let's hop right into the podcast now that we got that out of the way. One more thing though, if you haven't, please rate my podcast on podcast platforms like Apple and Spotify. It would really help help me get the podcast out there, reach more viewers. It takes me a long time to get this podcast ready, getting all the news stories and the little descriptions for games and just all that stuff. It does take a while, so if you could leave feedback on podcast services and share this podcast, that would mean the world to me. Because it doesn't give many views, and that's okay, you know, but I put a lot of work in it, so I'm hoping to try and uh, reach a wider audience, and I think just saying that will, uh, it could possibly help. So let's hop right in. These are the games I've been playing this week. I've been playing Borderlands 3. Uh, my friend Devon actually got the game too, so we've been doing co-op. The series is on my channel. I think I'm gonna just take a day and I'm gonna play a ton of Borderlands. I'm just gonna play it until I beat it with Devon, and I'm very excited for that, but right now I am still, I'm not like early game, but I'm still only a few hours into the game. Loving it so far. If you played Borderlands 2 and you liked Borderlands 2, I think you love Borderlands 3. So far, I think it's a better game. There's a lot of new stuff. The problem, the, here's the problem, okay, with Borderlands 3. Let me tell you about it. So, I'm playing on the PS5, of course, but my friend Devon, he's playing on the PS4. And when I load, I load in pretty fast. It takes like five seconds to load in, but it takes him like 30 seconds. 
So if there's a cutscene or characters talking, he completely misses out on the first 25 seconds of that because of how much longer his loading is, which really sucks. I wish I could just wait for him. Like, uh, I'd be fine with the longer loading. Like, it sucks, but he's missing the story because of that, and that's really too bad, but... That's really my only negative about the game. I think they've done a lot to improve it. I just got a weapon where if I push down on the D-pad, I can change it from incendiary to corrosive, and I can change it back whenever I want, which is super cool. A lot of different guns have different shooting modes like that. Some have burst fire, and then you can turn it on automatic. Just stuff like that really improves Borderlands 3, and there's a story that brings people from Tales from the Borderlands, which is actually my favorite Borderlands game. So yeah, so far I'm loving this game. Next game I've been playing, Rogue Company PS4. I won't talk about this again as it is a PS4 game. I won't talk about it much, but I'm really enjoying the game. If you haven't tried Rogue Company, you can get it on PS5. It is a PS4 game. Hopefully they put out a PS5 port one day, though it would probably be the same, I assume. It's just a cross-play game, but this game's a lot of fun, highly competitive. I'm addicted to it. I'm, I want to try and play it more on Twitch. Follow my Twitch, twitch.tv slash SaintXElijahYT. And maybe we can play together, that'd be awesome, but I won't talk about it too much here since I don't really focus on the PS4 at all, just PS5. Next on my list, Tim Tim, still playing that Tim Tim, been streaming it actually quite a few times this week, and I gotta say, I really like Tim Tim. I've been doing side quests. It turns out the side quests kind of suck, though, because they don't give you money. They just give you, like, two revives or two potions or whatever, and it's just like, that's not really worth it for me to travel across the map just to get two revives or two sea salts or something. It's a little ridiculous. I don't know why they don't give you money. I think that's really disappointing. I played the co-op a little on Tim Tim with someone in my stream. It's a lot of fun. He uses three of his Tim Tim. I use three of mine. And we just go through the game. Battle trainers. Battle in the wild. The only thing, though, is that if you find a wild Tim Tim, only one of you can catch it. So that could get really frustrating. I feel like there's friendships that have been ruined by someone catching a Tim Tim. But other than that, I'm really enjoying the game. This is a must-buy on PS5. I've decided right now. Get this game, uh, Tim Tim. It's like Pokemon, but massively multiplayer, two-player co-op campaign. I will be continuing to play it for at least two hours a week, probably more, and I'm taking it real slow, but I am definitely loving the game, and I'm working on getting a competitive team together so I can start doing competitive and maybe talk about that a little bit. Next game, I've been playing Spyro on the PS4. I've been playing it on the PS5, but it is a PS4 game. It's, you play as a dragon. I'm not going to really talk about this one because it's, again, a PS4 game, but I love Spyro. 
Next, Anodyne 2, Return to Dust. Anodyne 2 is a PS5 game, little indie game, $20, I believe. And it's like a PS1 nostalgia trip, but then you go into a Game Boy Advance for other parts of the game. So if you're nostalgic to the Game Boy Advance or the PS1, this might be interesting to you as it definitely uh, takes from those things and it, it's like nostalgia the game. And it's cool so far, it's a little weird, I don't understand it at all, it's very anime-ish. And definitely check it out, check out the trailer, Anodyne 2, it is already out on the PlayStation Store, $20. Check it out if that sounds like something for you. Next game, Gravifier. Gravifier is another one of those $5 little games on PS5. There's a bunch of them now. Freddy Spaghetti, Dungeons and Bombs, Gravifier. It's like Dungeons and Bombs, only it's not terrible. Uh, it's a little puzzle game where you move blocks. So check it out if you have $5 and nothing else. <laughs> uh, I don't dislike the game. I just think, it, you know, for $5, I think it's probably a good game. Easy Platinum, just beat 50 levels and you probably get the Platinum. I assume that's how Freddy's Spaghetti was and they all seem very similar. A little too similar, but... I like this one. This is my favorite $5 game so far. I did get a code for this and Anodyne 2, so just letting you know. I didn't pay for those games, but if you want to check out my first impressions for both of those, check them out on my YouTube channel. Alright, that's all I've been playing. I haven't been playing much this week. I've been pretty busy, but let's hop into the news. Lots of news this week. A ton of news. Starting with the State of Play, which happened on Thursday. If you don't know, State of Play is like a Sony conference where they show off a bunch of different games and announce new stuff. And I gotta say, I was pretty disappointed with this one. I was hoping for new games, and this was really just updates on games we already know about. One of the big things they showed off, Final Fantasy VII Remake Integrate. It's a PS5 version with a bonus episode, and it will be out to June 10th. I actually never played Final Fantasy VII or Final Fantasy Remake, so I'm probably going to actually buy this game. And I'm a little worried that it'll be too complicated for me. Not to make myself sound dumb, but I just haven't really played many games like Final Fantasy so it, it will definitely be a different thing for me but I think I want to try it and I hear only good things about the game the advanced version or the remake integrate has a bunch of new stuff let me list it all out for you it has improved textures lighting and background environments players can switch between two game modes a new graphics mode that prioritizes 4K high-resolution graphics or a new performance mode that prioritizes smooth action at 60 frames per second. 
Also, the game will have a very decked out photo mode, dual sense integration like haptic feedback and adapted triggers, which makes this, in my opinion, probably, or at least I assume, it's going to be the best version of the game because the controller blows my mind. I don't know if other people feel the same way, but I love the controller and I love the new vibrations and everything, and I think that'll really be shown in this game hopefully as not many games have taken advantage of this but i feel like final fantasy might be one that does next thing it has a harder difficulty setting for classic mode or whatever that means optimized loading times and a bonus episode which is about yuffie am i saying that right did i do it yuffie let's call her yuffie Yuffie comes to Midgar to steal a powerful materia from the Shinra Corporation to save her homeland. We're all very excited about that. This uh, is all free if you have the PS4 version, except for the bonus episode, which is pretty much DLC. You have to buy that, but I think it comes with the PS5 episode kind of as like a... Uh, like a game of the year edition or something would include the DLC. Next thing, super excited about this. One of my most anticipated games for the PS5. Definitely, uh, I don't know, this or Ratchet, my most anticipated game of the year. Kena, Kena? Kena, Bridge of Spirits, dated for August 24th on the PS4 and PS5. If you didn't know, Kena, Bridge of Spirits, Spirits is a story-driven action-adventure combining exploration with fast-paced combat. As Kana, players find and grow a team of charming spirit companions called the Rot, enhancing their abilities and creating new ways to manipulate the environment. That's a little uh, bio I copied and pasted, but let me tell you, let me tell you a little about, about Kana, Bridge of Spirits. It looks like Pikmin, and that's all you need to know, okay? Because Pikmin is one of my favorite Nintendo games, but I feel like Nintendo doesn't push their games forward. It doesn't advance enough. So Kana, it look, let me tell you, okay? Kana is like Disney Pixar. Alright, put that in your mind. Disney Pixar meets Pikmin, so it's very good graphics, and then there's little Pikmin. And then Horizon Zero Dawn Combat. That's right. Threw a little a twist in there. You got a bow and a staff just like, what's her name, Aloy in Horizon Zero Dawn. This new trailer, the last trailer looked a lot like Pikmin. This trailer looked a lot like Horizon Zero Dawn. So if you like any of those things, Pikmin, Pixar or Horizon Zero Dawn, definitely check out Kena. You probably already heard of it, but it is my most anticipated, one of my most anticipated games of the year. I don't know. Ratchet or Kena, it's hard. I mean, Ratchet is like a guaranteed game. You know, like, I know Ratchet's going to be good. Kena, I don't know the developers, so I don't know really what to expect here, but I'm super excited for this game. It's coming out August 24th. There's one other thing I wanted to say. What was it? 
What did I want to say? Oh, it's gonna be $40, guys. It's, uh, pre-orderable on the PS5. What we're, also, I don't like that there's a PS4 version. But I guess, you know, they need to make money. But, like, I, I don't want to, I don't want to sacrifice for the PS4. You know what I mean? I want to see what the PS5 can do, which is also another reason I think I probably... I'm more excited about Ratchet because it is a PS5 exclusive and we need more. We need to see what the PS5 can do, you know what I mean? Next thing is Saifu. Saifu is the next game from Absolver Dev Slowcap. <laughs> Slow Clap. Coming to PS4 and PS5. So Absolver was a like open world... MMO fighter. It was free with Plus a while ago. You might have played it if you play a lot of Plus games, but it was really weird. It was a combat game. Uh, I played it. I think I beat that game, but I wouldn't say I loved it or anything. I thought it was cool. I thought it pushed the genre in a cool direction, making it multiplayer and you could do it with your friends and stuff. Let me read you guys the little description I found for this game. The hunt for the assassins of your family will take you through the hidden corners of the city, from gang-ridden suburbs to the cold hallways of corporate towers. You have one day and countless enemies on your way. Time will be the price to pay. So this game, what it looks like, it looks like a story-driven melee game, like Mortal Kombat. Kind of, but, like, mixed with Double Dragon. Do you guys understand? Okay. <laughs> it, it looks cool. I probably won't be buying it, but I think it is another step forward for the genre. Though I feel like Absolver was a bigger step forward. But Saifu is too because of the story and you progress through the game in a more action game type way where it's not just battle cutscene battle cutscene battle cutscene it's battle traverse like uncharted <laughs> if you will then they in the uh, showcase they showed the re they showed returnal i don't know what i'm saying returnal which i'm gonna talk about more later but some more returnal gameplay was shown if you want to check that out, new trailer, a couple new trailers for Returnal. It looks like they are really trying to sell the game. I'm sold on it because it's a PS5 exclusive, but I'm sure a lot of people aren't because it's going to take more than that. But next item, Odd World Soulstorm PS5 will be free with Plus starting April 6th. Witness Abe's horrifying conflict with a terrifying new machination? A fresh narrative, a complete story retake inspired by our original tale, a big visual and cinematic leap aiming to break new ground for Oddworld. Intelligent new mechanics, twisted new devices, enabling highly explosive deviousness, a dark parable that tells an epic tale of a volatile society pushed to its limits. I copied that off some website. <laughs> I think I got that off the official website for Oddworld Soulstorm, but 
this game, man, I know the, I know there's so much talent, and I know the lead guy, Lorne, is so intelligent, like, he's so smart, and it's just like, I wish they would make something else, because I'm just not interested in Odd World. but I guess there's an audience, and I'll be, I'll try the game, but I've played Odd World before, and it just, it's too slow for me, I guess, it's too methodical i like my i like rayman that's my platformer of choice rayman it's fast paced it's co-op i like rayman but i just wish they could do something else because i know they, there's so much talent there and it's kind of like how i didn't want to see another god of war because i thought they could do so much more even though i'm super happy we got another god of war because god of war ps4 is my favorite game of all time but it's just so disappointing you know we saw gorilla make Killzone for so long and then they made horizon and horizon is by far superior than Killzone, and i just wish these guys would do something like that too. just make something new you know but if you like Odd World, it's still coming. It will always be coming, evidently. Next game, Solar Ash, gets more gameplay. Players will find a surreal, vivid, and highly stylized world filled with wild, high-speed traversal, endearing characters, and massive enemy encounters. The Void is calling. This game, to me, doesn't look. It doesn't look good. It's all, it, it looks very fast paced, it's like open world, and it's made by the people who made Hyper Light Drifter, which is a good game, but I don't know, this game doesn't look appealing to me. Let me know if you guys are excited for Solar Ash, but I, it doesn't connect with me. Next, Deathloop got another trailer. Deathloop is the next gen FPS from Arcane Lion Bethesda. The award-winning studio behind Dishonored. In Deathloop, two rival assassins are trapped in a mysterious time loop on the island of Black Reef, doomed to repeat the same day for eternity. I don't know why Sony's advertising this game so much. It's a Bethesda game too, and Xbox bought Bethesda, so maybe this will be the last Bethesda game we see, though... Nothing's confirmed yet on if we're going to get more Bethesda games on the PlayStation. Maybe we'll still get Elder Scrolls and all that stuff. Because that stuff's going to be a big money maker for Xbox. I don't know if they want to make that exclusive. We'll have to wait and see. But this game doesn't really connect to me either. I like first person shooters. But I don't know. This one just... I don't care for this. But if you do, there's a new trailer for you, so get hyped, please. Next, Dodgeball Game Knockout City gets a beta. If you guys want to sign up for the beta, go to ea.com slash games slash knockout dash city slash cross. <laughs> what is that? A dash play dash beta. Or just Google Knockout City Beta, which is probably going to be easier. 
Let me read you the little description. Team up and duke it out with rival crews in Knockout City where epic dodgeball battles settle the score in team-based multiplayer matches. Throw, catch, pass, dodge, and tackle your way to dodgeball dominance. Guys, I, I have to tell you something. This is a PS4 game, but I included it because it has a beta and you can play it on PS5. It's technically not a PS5 game, but... Uh, definitely check that out. Looks cool. Check out a trailer. Sign up for the beta. And I'll probably stream that when that beta comes out. If I'm in it, it's a closed beta. So not everyone's going to be able to get in. Next, Five Nights at... <laughs> I don't know why I can't talk today. I'm so sorry. Five Nights at Freddy's Security Breach gets a PS5 gameplay trailer. Aren't we all very excited for that? A first-person game in the world of Five Nights at Freddy's. So if you've ever wanted to play Five Nights at Freddy's, but you wanted to play it as like a first-person game, like an Outlast or something, this is the game for you? I, I might play this one. Honestly, I might play this one. And that's all I gotta say about that. Last and final thing, this is actually how the uh, the showcase started. Crash 4 got a new trailer showing off the next-gen version of the game, which will come out on the 12th of March. And that is definitely the date. And I'm not even gonna look it up because I'm so confident that that's the date. Let me read you guys what the next-gen version will include, and it will be free if you're already on the game on PS4, which is fantastic, because I own the game on PS4. And for some reason, I thought this was coming out this month, and I downloaded the game, and then it, it was just the PS4 version, and I was sad. But this is what the PS5 version adds, 3D audio. It's very exciting. Support for native 4K targeting 60 frames per second, improved graphics and performance, adapted triggers. So I don't know if this means it will have dual sense vibration, which I care more about than the adaptive triggers, but I think it will. I think the trailer did say that. I'll definitely be playing this one when it comes out and I'll give my opinions on it in my games I've been playing section, but, you know, I think it comes out March 12th. Pretty positive on that. Track progress with activity cards. That's right, guys. Number one most anticipated feature activity cards. Aren't we all very excited about that? Next thing, also, <laughs> huge news. Usually I would have started with this, but I decided to start with the showcase. But they, they actually announced a PSVR 2. They announced they're working on it. Don't know when it will come out, but that's pretty crazy. I thought the VR was dead. I have a PSVR. I haven't played it in a long time. I think the best PSVR games, in my opinion, are just hangout games where you hang out with your friends, like VR Chat or what's the one? Rec Room is the one on playstation 4 but i have not tried to plug it into my my console my ps5 yet maybe i'll do that but i just have no interest in playing vr and vr kind of that vr headset isn't very good in my opinion it hurts my eyes
But I have weird eyes, so it could just be me. Also, sometimes I feel like I gotta throw up. One time I felt really sick after using it. And my favorite VR game is Resident Evil 7. So if you haven't played that, check that out if you have VR. But anyways, PSVR officially announced with new controllers that include DualSense. This is exciting. So it's going to bring back those little controllers with the light on top, the ball light. But it's going to have DualSense vibrations and triggers and all that stuff. So... I'm pretty excited about that. I'm glad they announced that because, as you know, I'm a big fan of the DualSense controller. I named my podcast after it, so I'll probably get a PSVR, too. I'll, I'll just, you know, I don't care. <laughs> I don't play this one, but I. it's so cool, though. And if it wasn't so hard to plug in, I would play it more. And if there were, if VR chat was on there, I'd be living on there. But let's not talk about that. Here's what we know so far. There will only be one cable between the headset and the PS5, which I think is going to change everything. And PSVR 2 will enhance everything from resolution and field of view to tracking and input. This is also great because tracking and input is not fantastic on the psvr and i don't know if that's a developer thing or if it is an actual psvr thing but playing rick and morty man was the hardest thing in my life because it just wouldn't pick up what i was trying to do next thing gran turismo 7 delayed to 2022 due to the coronavirus that dang corona back at it again ruining hopes ruining dreams gran turismo not a game i care a lot about but my friend devon loves gran turismo and i know a lot of people out there love gran turismo and maybe i'll try this one out as i usually buy a racing game every console i didn't play the last gran turismo i heard it was kind of disappointing but hopefully they look at that disappointment and they take gran turismo 7 into a much better light and i think they will i think this game has a lot of potential and i'm kind of excited for it even though i'm not a big racing fan it's probably going to be pretty good We'll have to wait and see, but it's been pushed to 2022. Kind of sucks because I'm sure a lot of people were excited about this game. But it seems like there's plenty of games coming out this year, surprisingly. And uh, it's going to be even more next year, I think. So this is exciting. More to look forward to in 2022, even though, you know, we can't play it in 2021. Next thing, brand new games are going to continue to come out with Plus, just like Worms Rumble. On release day, we got free with Plus on PS5. And what was it? Destruction All-Stars, we got free with Plus. Day 1, Fall Guys, free with Plus. Day 1, they're going to keep it up. I don't know why I included Fall Guys, but I remember it was day one release. I think Outlast was too. <laughs> but uh, this is exciting. We know in April we're getting Abe, Abe's Odyssey World, Odd World's Abe. And in March, what will we get? Everyone Google what comes out the first week of March. 
and then you can make your predictions of what game we might get. I assume it'll be a smaller game, but what if it was... <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't even know what's coming out. Okay, next thing. Jim Ryan, the PlayStation CEO, says PlayStation stock will improve each month. And it will be easier and easier to get a PS5, hopefully improving the production rate very quickly. This is the most exciting news I've ever heard because no one can find a PS5. They're always sold out. I tried to get one for my friend the other day. It's still impossible. I don't know how people do it unless you can find like where like Target drops them really early in the morning or something because not as many people are going to be awake but man it's rough getting a ps5 and i feel bad for people who don't have one yet but it says here that it'll improve each month and i have full faith it will and i think by june the ps5 will be readily available to anyone willing to try to get it so I'm, I'm excited for more people to get one because I know a lot of people who would have one if they could, but they can't. Okay, let's move on to some smaller news, guys. This small news is very exciting. This is huge news to me. A free demo for Outriders is out. If you don't know what Outriders is, it is a lootin' shootin' RPG made by Square Enix and people can fly. It's one to three players, drop in, drop out, co-op. A shooter set in an original, dark, and desperate sci-fi universe. The demo seems to be three hours long and lets you play the prologue and opening of the game. Also, your saved file will transfer to the full game. I plan on doing a full playthrough of this on my YouTube, actually, with Devon again. This game looks a lot like Borderlands, but third person. And that's very exciting because... There's not really anything competing with Borderlands. I mean, I know there's Destiny and stuff, but those are live services, and I don't like live services. So I'm actually really excited about this, and I think it's really smart that they put out a demo because I don't think anyone knows what Outriders is, and it's, you know, it's hard having a new game and by a studio, people can fly who aren't too well-known. I, I don't really know. I've heard the name before, but I can't think of what games they made in the past. But this game looks good, and I'm super happy there's a demo because there's no way I was going to buy it before. But if the demo's good, I will buy it, and maybe that shows how confident they are. They're so confident in the game, they want to make sure to put that demo out there, get you addicted, and then you got to buy the game. But I love this idea of playing the first three hours for free. That's awesome. They should do this with more games. In my opinion, I think it would sell more. And honestly, maybe it would sell less with some of these games like Anthem and Marvel and these other games that... Mm, Destiny. I didn't like Destiny. But let's not talk about that because everybody loves Destiny. Next up, Call of Duty Outbreak is out. That's right. Outbreak is a large-scale zombies experience that will continue the dark ether storyline with new enemies, objectives, and rewards. I'm super psyched for this. I think I'm going to do a quick video on my YouTube channel, just one video on it. This is an open-world 
Call of Duty Zombies experience, which sounds very exciting. I hope it's not just here's the Warzone map and we copied zombies and pasted them in. I hope it actually has thought put into it. And there's vehicles and stuff in here and new zombies and there's the they brought back the mimics from Firebase Z and so maybe we'll even see playgrounds. <laughs> I don't know what's wrong with me today. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> but I'm very excited, and I will let you know what I think next episode of DualSense Gaming, because I would definitely play it. I was supposed to play it today, but Devon forgot to download it. So Devon's like my friend I play all my PlayStation games with, so he forgot to download it. So I said, okay, we'll just play it some other time. Make sure to download that, Devon. Next up, Warzone Season Pass information. Now, I use Push Square for most of my news articles, so a lot of these news ones, I'm going to be talking about Push Square a little bit. Here's what Push Square had to say about the Warzone Season Pass. The Season Pass includes an all-new operator named... I don't want to say this uh, out loud. I'm going to say... Naga. But... It's N-A-G-A, so take that as you will, as well as a bunch of brand new firearms and blueprints. As always, everyone who plays the game will be able to unlock some tiers for free, while those who pod out, I don't know what that means, what does that mean, Push Square, pod out, can look forward to 100 tiers of upgrades, gears, and cosmetics. It's talking about the Battle Pass there, but... I'm excited for Outbreak. Nothing else I care about at all, but I'm very excited for Outbreak. Sounds cool. And I don't think I've Warzone downloaded, so I don't think you need it to play Outbreak. Next up, Final Fantasy XVI. Is that 16? It's, that's 16, right? Final Fantasy 16 News. Push Square shared this quote from Tokyo FM's one morning show, Final Fantasy 16 is quite action-oriented. Oriented? Yeah. Producer Naoki Yoshida said, It's a Final Fantasy featuring story and action. We really wanted players to enjoy the story, so we're preparing a mode for those who want to only focus on the story. Since we have quite the substantial support... We're, of course, preparing something easy to operate and smooth to play. Don't worry too much if you're not good at action games. So it seems like action is going to be a big focus of this new Final Fantasy, but they don't want you to worry too much because there's also going to be story, and story is still important as it always has been in Final Fantasy and what Final Fantasy is known for. So that's exciting. Like I said, I've never played Final Fantasy I played the one with the girl with pink hair. Her name was Lightning. Uh, I thought the game looked beautiful, but I didn't really like the gameplay. That was a long time ago. I was a, but a child. Next up, Watch Dogs Legion gets a free update. That's right, boys. Get, get your Watch Dogs together. Because it's time to play another Ubisoft title. Let's see what Push Square has to say about all this. 
Watch Dogs Legion will finally take London online, which is actually very exciting. From 9th of March, I don't know why they worded it like that, as Ubisoft has confirmed that the PlayStation 5 and PS4 Open World's free update is almost upon us. As part of the update, you'll be able to free roam with up to three friends and explore London, encounter city events, complete challenges, and participate in side activities. So it sounds like that one Assassin's Creed game, Assassin's Creed Unity, where you could play co-op, but you couldn't do the story co-op. So I guess that's what they're doing here. And I guess Watch Dogs is doing good if they're adding this mode. This is a cool mode. I feel like it should have been out on release day. But I don't care about Watch Dogs, so I couldn't... I, 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 I just can't. Next, Survival Horror Game Tormented Souls cancels PS4 version for a PS5 only version. Very exciting, so you don't have to take any risks. Let me read to you... The description of this game. While investigating the disappearance of twin girls at Winter Lake, something terrible happens to Caroline Walker. Waking in the dead of night, naked in a bathtub, and hooked up to some decrepit, I think that's the word, medical equipment, Caroline must fight her life? Must fight for her life as she explores the halls of an abandoned mansion turned Hospital. This game looks like one of those old Resident Evil games where the camera doesn't move, which means I don't think I will like it because I do not like those games. I'm super happy Resident Evil is putting out these remakes because I love Resident Evil, but I can't stand those tank controls. And this looks to be like an old Resident Evil game. I think it's cool, though, that they canceled the PS4 version to focus on a PS5 version. I wish more people would do that because I want to see what the PS5 can do. And though I don't think that game particularly will showcase what the PS5 can do, maybe we'll get a PS4 version down the road. I think it's cool that they're prioritizing PS5 so they don't have to take any... Any, uh, they don't have to n sacrifice. And that's all I gotta say about that. So now let's move on to the new game announcements. Tons of new games were announced. Starting with Diablo 2 Resurrected, a remake coming in 2021. Which is very cool. I hear only good things about Diablo. I've actually never played it, though I feel like I would love Diablo. And the only information I could find on this, pretty much, I was looking for a description, but here's what I got. The beloved classic Diablo 2 is coming back to life. This is a very exciting game. Go check it out if you like uh, looters. There's loot involved and and sword play. If you like Lord of the Rings, I, d I don't know what Diablo is. But I hear it's good. So look up Diablo 2. Next up, Mortal Shell. Mortal Shell is coming March 4th. Mortal Shell is a deep action RPG that tests your sanity and resilience in a shattered world. Your adversaries spare no mercy, with survivor demanding superior awareness, precision, and instincts. Possess lost warriors, track down hidden symptoms of the devout, and face formidable foes. 
This game looks interesting. It's like a sword game. So if you like playing games, it looked like a little like Dark Souls, though maybe it's not like Dark Souls, but it's uh, the trailer looked like Dark Souls. And I've never played this game, and I think it's out on the PS4. This is just like an enhanced version, but looks cool enough, and it, it looks good. So check it out. Mortal Shell coming March 4th. Next up, Hunting the Simulator 2 coming March 23rd. It's open season. In stunning natural environments, choose your gear from the best official weapons and accessories. Set off with your dog in search of a variety of animal species in this hunting simulation. I actually used to love hunting games when I was very young, but I've not played Hunting Simulator 1 uh, Hunting Simulator 2, the, these games are expensive, they're like $40, $50, so that's a lot of money for a Hunting Simulator to me, but I think this is like the best one available, though I have not played it. Next up, Can't Drive This, uh-oh, I clicked something, Can't Drive This coming March 19th. Race your monster truck while your friend builds the road. Go too slow and you'll explode. And yes, it's as chaotic as it sounds, especially in four-player split-screen. So this is like a local co-op only game where one player places the driving car and then the next player like chooses what track will appear in front of him. So it's constantly the map is changing and it's random and you never know what you're gonna get because your friend is building the track like a, like a Hot Wheels style maneuver while you're trying to dodge the obstacles and make it up the ramps and just you know survive so if you're looking for a local co-op game Can't Drive This is coming March 19th next up Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2 coming March 26th. Play the fully remastered Tony Hawk's Pro Skater, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 2 games in one epic collection rebuilt from the ground up in incredible HD. I have played these games when I was much younger and they're great games. I'm very excited to play them again. Maybe I'll get it on PS5 because I did not get it on PS4, but these are... Very good skateboarding games if you're looking for a skateboarding game. Next up, Hot Wheels Unleashed coming September 30th. This game actually looked pretty rad from the trailer, but the trailer was like a CGI trailer, so I really don't know what to expect here. Collect the best vehicles in the Hot Wheels universe. Build spectacular tracks and dive into breathtaking races. This game just looked fun. It looked like it really captured Hot Wheels, uh, if that makes sense. I would, I would suggest checking out the trailer, but like I said, the one I saw at least was a CGI trailer. But if this is like a kart racer type deal, I didn't see pickups, but this game looked good to me as a fun little racing game this game i believe it's gonna be like fifty dollars so it's like a full-pledged game and that's pre-orderable on the ps5 already but it's coming in september so i'm not gonna really worry about it right now but maybe that'll be a game i look into in september next up dreaming sarah coming march 5th dreaming sarah is an action platformer where you play as sarah 
a girl who is in a coma, explore the world around her, and help her wake up. This game looks awful. It looks terrible. Look up a trailer, Dreaming Sarah. Coming March 5th. It's, uh, it's under coming soon on the PS5, so check it out. It doesn't look good. Sony, why do you allow this on your console? Next up, The Persistence Enhanced, coming 2021. <laughs> That's this year. Survive aboard a doomed deep space colony starship overrun with horrific and murderous aberrations. Explore, evade, and fight your way through the depths to bring the ship back to Earth. Gather resources, upgrade abilities, and fabricate fa fabricate an arsenal of weapons in the sci-fi horror roguelike. Sounds super cool. The trailer looked like a first-person shooter in space. It's a roguelike. I love roguelike. It's very sci-fi. And maybe I'll check this out. It's coming 2021, so... We'll see what else is coming out around that time, but if nothing else is coming out around that time, maybe I'll try it, or if I'm sent a code, I'll definitely try it, but looks cool. Check out a trailer, uh, The Persistence Enhanced, coming 2021. Next and last, the last game announced, Subnautica Below Zero, coming May 14th, the Frozen Underwater Adventure is a work in progress. As we did with Subnautica, we are building Below Zero out in the open. With your help, we will craft a worthy follow-up to the original game. This is the worst bio ever, but it's the only bio. It's from their website, so they don't seem very confident in the game, but the first Subnautica is a really good game. I don't know why it's not co-op, and this one doesn't look like it's co-op either, and that sucks because this game would be right up my alley, and it, I should love this game, but I just can't do it solo. I, I need a survival game to be co-op, but if you're looking for a survival game on the PS5, Subnautica Below Zero takes place in a winter wonderland under the sea. So there, you can also leave the sea and then there's snow. But looks good, coming May 14th. I doubt I'd check it out. If it was co-op, 100% it would be a must buy, but as a solo game, I don't think I'll be picking this one up. But looks good and I, it's a good game, no doubt, but just not for me. Okay, games that came out this week. That's right, we're not done, boys. And quite a few games came out this week, starting with Death Tales. Play as a new Reaper, completing quests, collecting spells, and gathering equipment to fight through hordes of enemies in this grim but whimsical 2D adventure. Now, this game looks terrible because of the graphics, and the graphics are terrible, don't get me wrong. But this game isn't bad. It's a good game. It's fine. From what I've played, uh, check out my first impressions. I did get this game for free, so, you know, take that as you will. But I like this game. It was like Shovel Knight mixed with God of War as a 2D platformer. Check it out. It sucks. If you can't get over the graphics, I understand. But just don't think about the graphics when you watch the trailer. And maybe it'll look good to you, but... It was a fun game. It reminded me a lot of Shovel Knight. It had side quests and currency and like 
at the end of each level, you got to pick a reward like health or uh, power-ups or whatever it is. Game's pretty good. Death Tales. It's out right now. This would be my pick of the week. So there you go. Next up, Mighty Fight Federation. Slam opponents into walls, launch them into the air, and follow up with fast, high-flying act attacks. In this brand new arena sh fighter, I'm so it's 5 a.m. It's 6 a.m. I'm sorry. Choose from 13 different characters with unique playstyles. Face off in head-to-head -head matches. Team up with other fighters, or embrace the chaos of four-player free for all. So this game looks like Super Smash, but in a 3D realm, like a like a boxing game, like a wrestling game. It looks like a wrestling game, but it stars like Toe Jam and Earl and and other indie beloved characters. Like there's a frog, and uh, there was another big indie. Check it out. It's on the PS5. It's available now. It's uh, it's like Super Smash mixed with wrestling, mixed with your favorite indie characters. Next up, Active Neurons 3, a puzzle slasher that trains spatial and logical thinking. Power up your brains. I got a code for this game, but it doesn't really look like something I'd want to play. Uh, not saying that it's bad or good, but check it out. Maybe you'll like it. It's a puzzle game, and I'll probably play it eventually, but I haven't played this one yet. Thunder Flash. Thunder Flash is a love letter to the arcade games of the 80s. It is a run-and-gun game inspired by gems like Ikari Warriors, Commando, and Heavy Barrel. I actually just got a code for this game, so I will be playing it probably this week, but I'll have more to say next week. This is another real small game. Uh, it looks like an old arcade game, like of the 80s, a run-and-gun type game. So, if you wanted to see, like, an arcade game, Thunder Flash might be for you. Next up, Dungeons and Bombs. This is dynamic fusion of classic puzzles with boxes and bombs. When enemies drag people into their dark lair and do their vile deeds there, the hero and his faithful sword... Oh my god, come to the rescue? But what if the hero does not have a sword? But only a lot of enthusiasm and an endless supply of explosions. Well, bad for them. Go through dark labyrinths of dungeons and try not to blast yourself up. This game's terrible. I played this one. I got a code for this one. Don't, I didn't like it. Check out my first impressions. You're limited to how many moves you can move. And you gotta solve the puzzle within those moves. There's like, it's another $5 game where there's 50 levels, you beat the 50 levels, you get the platinum. I don't think I'm getting the platinum for this one, I didn't enjoy the game at all. And if you watch my first impressions, those are the most real reactions I could give. So that's all the games coming out this week, let's move on to the topic. So today's topic is Returnal, the PS5 exclusive made by Housemark coming to PS5 on April 30th. I actually just read a huge article on Push Square about this. I suggest you do too if you want to get excited for the game, if you feel like you want to know more about the game, you, you know the game's $70, but you feel like you don't know why. This 
article definitely made me realize why. Let me tell you guys the title of the article really quick. Interview Returnal PS5 Developer Housemark Talk Story Replayability and Value. I'm going to use this article kind of as a talking point to share what I know about the game and why I'm excited. And I'm actually really excited about reading this article. I just read it to go over it and see what it says. So it seems like Returnal is taking its perfected gameplay that Housemark is known for in Resogun and Dead Nation and Super Stardust and all these games and it's really elevating that arcade style into a third person game. So the first thing, the first thing they prioritized was gameplay. Gameplay is key. Housemark's always been about perfecting gameplay in a way that almost no other studio can do and it seems like this game is going to have that perfected gameplay that we're used to in arcade games which is crazy because it's a third person game and it seems with the audiovisual feedback that it's also known in arcade games where you hear a sound, you know something's about to hit you, or you know you're about to be attacked, or you know something's about to happen just from hearing that sound. Left 4 Dead did this a lot. Uh, every game does it, but Left 4 Dead really made it obvious. When you heard a certain music cue, you knew the tank was coming. Seems like this is going to be very important in this game, and it's going to use the 3D audio, so no matter where you are, you'll be able to hear it, whether it's above you, to your right, to your left, behind you, uh, even below you. You'll be able to hear everything and know exactly where something is, and this is going to be key in a game like this, as well as it's going to use the DualSense in every single possible way. It's going to use... The vibrations to indicate something's coming at you or something's going to happen you know that's the visual audio feedback and that's very exciting to me as a big fan of the DualSense obviously and it uses the triggers so you push down the trigger halfway it'll shoot a certain way you push it down fully and it will shoot another way so different guns can have different uh, like burst fire and automatic fire and stuff like that, which is very cool too. It's really using the controller in every way. I think this might be a must-have title on the PS5. And I don't think a lot of people will see that until it's actually in people's hands. I think this has a lot of potential and it's moving arcade into a new into a new 3D level and that's crazy that they're trying to do that in a way that we haven't really seen before where it's still super fast and super fluid and it's it just per it's perfect to gameplay and I think hopefully this game puts out a demo or something because I think it might need one or maybe Twitch will sell it or whatever but um, after reading about it, you know, every playthrough is going to be different. When you die, the whole map changes, but it's not randomly generated. They're, the rooms are specifically designed, and then they are put together in a random order. So you might never see a room 
or you might find a room that sometimes it might have really strong enemies, like three strong enemies, then another time it might just have one, and another time it might have zero. It might just have a box with rewards in it. And every time you die, you lose most of your stuff, but there are things you do keep, and after you beat a boss, you unlock items you keep, and you unlock new areas, so you can skip areas altogether, or you can do those areas, gain those power-ups, and then move on to the next area when you choose. So you choose how you play, you choose how you want to go in the game. It says the game's not going to be too hard. That is something I worry about when playing rogue games because some Binding of Isaac, it feels really rewarding because when you unlock an item, then you can find it again and you know what it does and you learn what it does and you can get farther and unlock more items and stuff like that. But even in that game, I just feel like I'm not progressing enough and I, I think this game will be different. I think I will feel like I'm progressing in this game. And what's cool is they're actually really focusing on the story. It seems on a same level as the gameplay, which seems insane but they have a whole team doing the story, and the story and the gameplay go together smoothly, they say, and I'm very excited for that. I love a good story, and I'll be very interested. It's supposed to be very intriguing, very... They used haunted a lot. Haunted. A haunted story, which is very exciting. Horror-esque, sci-fi horror, like Alien, maybe. And, you know, every time you die, your character is aware they died and they're stuck in a loop and there's no escaping. Even death is no escape, the interview said. And I think it's going to be really cool. I'm very excited for the gameplay. They talked about a hook shot for a second. So there's going to be different items that you unlock that will let you get to new areas. So even if you die, you can get to new areas with... Uh, hook shot and stuff <laughs> I just said that twice in two different ways but that's cool it's like a what what do they call it a metroidvania mixed with a roguelite mixed with a third person shooter and you can like dodge to the left dodge to the right and it seems like it's just going to instantly you pick it up and you'll understand it and you feel it and it'll feel good and It'll be like nothing you've ever really played before because it's an arcade game in a third-person style, but also focusing on the story. It just seems like if you're a fan of arcade games, this game's pushing arcade to another level, and maybe that would be perfect. It could bring in the arcade style players. It could bring the third person style players. And this game has potential to really be innovating. And if it's big and if it works well and if it's a good game, we might see this being a huge influence to future games. This could be a start to a new type of genre kind of in its own way and I think that it's very exciting and I'm very excited for it and it's going to be a $70 game and I was skeptical before reading this interview but after reading this interview I'm very excited I'm upset that there's no co-op in the game 
as Housemarque has always made some of my favorite co-op games with Resogun, Dead Nation, Alienation, uh, stuff like that. I've always loved to play them co-op, but this is a single-player game, and from what it sounds like, it's going to be perfect for streamers, perfect to stream on Twitch, different endings, different interactions, different storytelling, and, you know, maybe you won't want to play the game after you beat it, but you might, you know, you never... There's always going to be new content, even if you're watching someone else play the game, which is exciting, and the more you play the game, the more story beats will open up. So, like, in the beginning, the story beats will all be tutorial stuff, but the more you play, the more you die, then you won't get those story beats anymore. You'll get new beats, and it just keeps moving the story forward. It keeps moving the character forwards, and it just sounds really exciting, and I'm actually, I'm beyond excited for the game now. After reading that interview, definitely read it. The article also talks about some items will have positive and negative effects, and you have to take the gamble, similar to Binding of Isaac in a lot of ways, where it's like, do I want this, uh, maybe this item will take away all my health, but give me a lot of power, a lot of damage, and, you know, maybe that'll help you, maybe it won't, but then it, it, the interview said you could pick different items when you start your campaign after unlocking them through your game, so every time you die, you can pick what items you get, and this is very exciting, so uh, the more you find items, the more you feel rewarded, because you can choose those items from the beginning, and you can skip each area has a boss. Once you beat the boss, you can just skip the area, which is also very exciting. So you can choose, do I want to train in that area or do I want to skip through it? And another similar way to Binding of Isaac, where you could instantly, if you find the boss, you can just fight the boss. Or you can continue going through the rooms and looking for more items. This is definitely a game I plan on playing a lot. I hope I'm not terrible at it like Demon's Souls I was hoping would be more like Bloodborne, but I am better at fast-paced games, not slow and methodical, so this game's definitely going to be fast-paced, and it seems a little scary how fast-paced it's going to be, but it in the interview, they did say you can take it at your own pace. There's going to be harder areas, and after a few playthroughs, a few deaths, you're going to know, okay, don't go in this direction because this direction is only going to lead to death. And the same way that I find Demon Souls is like that too, as I find someone who I originally thought maybe I could beat them if I keep trying, but... It just seems impossible, and maybe this game's going to be like that too. Maybe with the right items, I could uh, do the area later on. Maybe the hookshot would help, or some other item that helps you traverse through the map. The game looks awesome. Game looks great. Super excited. I know I don't talk about the topics too much. This is a longer episode of the podcast actually longest episode and I kind of want to end it soon because it is very long and I might even do another returnal episode when 
Returnal comes out. I mean, I, I, it's very likely that I will since it's a PS5 exclusive. I plan on talking about the PS5 exclusives the week they come out, playing them a bunch. So until then, you know, Returnal, great game, sounds awesome. Hope you guys enjoyed the podcast. Again, I do this for my YouTube channel, Saint X Elijah. Check it out, subscribe, like the video, leave feedback on this podcast no matter where you are. If you're on Apple, if you're on Spotify, if you're on YouTube, you know, leave comments, leave feedback, help my podcast grow. It would mean a lot to me, especially if you got this far. It means you must have uh, enjoyed it at least a little bit. So leave a rating, please. You know, five stars. (laughs) Can Can I get a five stars? And... Check me out on Twitch, twitch.tv slash SaintXElijahYT to watch me live. Lately, I've been playing Timtim. If you play Timtim on PS5, feel free. You can add me on there. I also might be playing Call of Duty, Outbreak on stream, and Rogue Company, though it's a PS4 game. It is on PS5 as well. Uh, Join the Discord. Link is in the description on YouTube. And what was the other thing? Follow me on Twitter, twitter.com slash SaintXElijah. I've been trying to tweet every day, tweeting about different stuff. Tweeted about this podcast. Tweeted about Snowfall, the TV show. Tweeted videos. I'm starting to tweet videos, and I will respond to your tweets with videos won't that be fun if you uh ever comment on my tweet i will respond with a video gonna try and start doing that but hope you guys enjoyed the podcast i always enjoy doing it It takes a lot of work but i think it's worth it and i will catch you guys next friday until then thank you for watching and i'll see you goodbye